It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at PenFed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Welcome to Dear Alice, a lifestyle approach to interior design. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Dear Alice. Today we have a fun treat for you. We've got Angie Harrington on so we can break down House of Harrington, her amazing project. I know so many people have been waiting for this house to be able to be seen. Her lifestyle is so beautiful. Angie is currently a housewife of Salt Lake City. Is that right, Ange? Well, ish. I'm a part-time <laughs> cast member. Part-time cast member of, she's, yes. she's like the cutest one. Everybody's dying oh. to have her be a full-time um, cast oh member gosh. of Housewives. <laughs> and she's got an incredible, really unique fashion sense. And it's so fun to see what Angie's wearing every day. Angie, would you say you're an influencer? Yeah, definitely. I, when my boys, I was a single mom and I worked as a actress and a model, but I was always on somebody else's watch, you know, and I, I, when my kids went to school full time, I thought, well, I would rather dive into something that I have control over. Cause you have no control when you are, when you're being cast for acting gigs, you have no control. And so I wanted something I had more control over. So I decided to start influencing cause I've always had a knack for fashion. That was one of, there's a lot of things I'm not good at, but that was one of the things I was always good at was being creative. And so when my boys went to school full time, that's how I helped pay the bills as a single mom. So, so ever cool. since then I've been influencing and I want to say it's probably been eight, nine years. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm definitely an influencer for sure. So fun. I like you're an OG influencer too, because yeah, OG, was before for sure. influencing like was a thing. I feel like you were. Doing yeah, I was, I was, I was a few years late to the game. You know, the, the timing was so important back in the day because it was like, the ones, the girls that are huge now are the ones that got in it right at the first, you yeah, know, I felt sure. like I was kind of the next group grouping, but still got in it pretty early mm-hmm. where I've been able to make good money from it. So I've been fortunate. That's so great. I love it. Are you yeah. on TikTok as well as Instagram? Oh my gosh. I just started. I, I still feel like I'm learning Instagram yeah. and I was like, I'm not doing TikTok. I'm not learning another social media platform. And then I just caved because the growth is too good. So what about you guys? Are you on TikTok? Yeah, we are. It's fun. It's really fun because your growth just is like exponential. It grows so much faster than Instagram. It's like gasoline and and a match, you know? So Yeah. yeah, I think it'll go really, really good for you. And I think we've only been on it for Three months, yeah, three months, but, Oh, um, that makes me feel good. Thanks. I feel so late. I know I was the same as you. In fact, I, I still don't have TikTok on my phone. So the team obviously <laughs> puts it together and we start, yeah. we start in the TikToks and our work does, but yeah, I'm just like, Oh man, I hear so many people say I could have two hours back if I wasn't on TikTok and Instagram. Right. So yeah, I'm just 100%. like, I don't have the time in the day to to care about another platform, but I know it's like the hippest, hottest, newest um, thing, but I still feel like for uh, Angie, if you don't mind um, answering this, how old are you? 40. 40. Okay. So I feel like people in our generation, don't you feel like they still really like Instagram the most? I, it's by far my preferred method. It's the old, it's truly the only social media platform I check personally. Uh I'm never on, I'm only on Twitter if it has to do with the show. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm never on Pinterest anymore unless I need something very specific. So yeah, TikTok just felt like a completely foreign world to me. Yeah. But you know, nowadays with Instagram, it's almost impossible to grow. I don't know if you guys have noticed that. Totally. But it's like your growth goes backwards, like you lose followers, you know? So 
it's tough. It feels like you're climbing a mountain in high heel sandals. (laughs) (laughs) There's the quote of the day. There you go. In my head, I pictured these like great Christian Labutan platforms on Kilimanjaro. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it does feel like that. I mean, we just did a really awesome giveaway. And I think we gained overall like 400 on one platform and, and 600 on the other. And the social team is just like losing their minds. They're so happy. And I'm like, Oh yeah. Yeah. Like you think that you're going to get thousands, but especially once you get into, you know, you have, um, how many followers do you have? Ange? I have 130,000, but it's interesting because two years ago I had 150,000. So it's like, yeah, it's all. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's better to, the integrity of your followers is much more important than the number. So yeah, definitely we've seen huge, huge growth with um, micro influencers and just smaller ones now. So, and they're easier to work with and all of that. For so sure. we can we no, have a I whole conversation it. about this. Let's talk sure. about your house. Yeah. Let's talk about you. Hi. Hi. Yes. I'm so <laughs> excited. Um, we were just sort of reminiscing back when Angie and Alice Lane got together before you got on and Suze was remembering our love story. Let's see. Um, I was just thinking about all the different spaces that we've worked on with you, you know, like and yeah. quite, they've all been a, a cumulative collection of things that kind of like came into this house. Right. Cause first one was like, you had city Creek. I feel like when you and Chris, Oh yeah. You, you guys city did Creek. city Creek. And there were so many, I'm like, that's where we had like that snake art, that Radlar Karar lamp. We had like, there's so many good pieces that I can like, yeah. tell you where they're at in your current house that we had at this like really beautiful city Creek um, apartment that she and Chris yeah. lived in. And then there was like a little house in Provo over by the, kind of like on the West side of Provo for a hot second. Then there was Stonegate, And then there yes. was this house. So this is like our fourth, project together obviously this is the most full-bodied one but, yeah yeah but it's it was just fun even like as we went into this house like to see your collections of like what you guys yeah. gathered you know throughout the year and what kind of stuck you know as we right the design you know oh for sure no and it's funny because we have to bounce around quite a bit because at the time we were trying to find a home and we couldn't find a home we loved. Mm-hmm. So it was like, we'd rent one and then they'd sell it and then we'd have to move. And I'd call you guys and be uh, like, help me make this house a home. And it's a rental and it's temporary. So I don't want to invest quite yet the yeah, way I would sure. in a permanent home. So that's why it was really fun when we got our permanent home, which we we basically like had no game in that purchase at all. We were living in the Provo Marriott at the time probably spending $13,000 a month on two rooms at the Provo Marriott, which is pretty depressing if you think about it. So the minute that house went on the market, we were like, we'll take it, you know, because we used to drive by our house and think, I wish that one would go on sale. There's just something really special about that house. Yeah. And it's fascinating because everyone where I live has a story like, oh my gosh, I lost my virginity in your house. (laughs) Amazing. (laughs) Or we need to sage this room because some crazy shit went down. Can I swear on your podcast? Sorry. I won't swear anymore. My my bad. Just sleep that. I think it's fun. So funny. Okay, I, I won't it. drop an F-bomb either. Don't worry. <laughs> I remember. If the timing's right, and you do what you got to do. I remember when you okay. and Chris had narrowed it down to two houses and you were like, hey, will you come look at these two homes? Do you remember this? And yes. So we went to Vintage on the river, I think, to go see yes, somebody whose name starts with an M. We went to go see her name. Yes. And it was beautiful and it was shiny and polished and a lot of cherry wood and grand ceilings and like a prom staircase and a pool in yes. the back and everything else. And then we saw the Tudor house that you're in and we were like, yeah. I was like, it's no contest to me. Like that one's great because yeah. it comes with a pool and you know, the mature landscaping and everything. They both had that, but yours was on a golf course. And, um, I don't know. I just felt like, it just felt like a fashion house. It was just like old and cool and had stories and a soul. And I just felt like your fashion sense in that house would be so much more unexpected. And the wow of it was, I don't know, incredible. It stretches out forever. If you don't mind telling the listeners, how big is the house? It's like 10, I want to almost 11,000 square feet, Yeah, but it's very long. Yeah, It's not super deep. 
but it doesn't feel narrow. It feel, it feels great the way it's laid out, but it's very long. And it was the first house I believe built in that neighborhood. So it got a very prime lot. It's hard where we live in the city we live in to find it's over an acre and that's really hard to find. Mm -hmm. So we were really lucky to get this sprawling property with this great home in a prime spot right on the golf course. We were thrilled and we still, we still love it. We, we just like, um, I, something about me, which people might find, um, would not expect is I like older things that have a story and feel like they have a soul and a heartbeat. And I don't really love the idea of going and building a brand new home. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm sure I'll do it eventually, but, um, I love that this space had integrity and it, it felt, I like things that feel a little road hard, put away wet, yeah. even, <laughs> even people. I like my people to have a story yeah. and to have been through challenges and it just kind of makes it a whole and a more well-rounded experience. So that's kind of how I felt about the house. It was so beautiful it, and it just, it just feels like, you know, I don't know. I don't really know how to put it into words, but it just felt like it's got depth to yeah, it. It's a lot of depth. And, and I love those that. thick walls and they're all plastered. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's just yeah. so incredible. When was the home built originally? I think the year I was born, 1981, or maybe a little bit before that. Yeah. And I know that a lot of people know the previous owners, including my parents. And they said that they built it to, to be reminiscent of a Charles Dickens novel, a, like a Christmas time. So like very European Christmas yeah. time, which like, I love the holidays. We, I love to decorate and it really brings out all that in our yeah, home. So that's so fun. it's fun. I think it's pretty magical I house. I know even just like shell of the house, we'll talk about all the layers that we worked on together for it. But when you say 10,000 square feet, like that's a, that's a large house, but your house doesn't feel like that because the spaces are so intimate and the journey is so interesting and there's like mm -hmm. different levels and like and the ceilings aren't too high so, and so well yeah anyway it I, doesn't feel intimidating uh, it feels inviting totally i agree even the entry yeah. when you come in it's not like this big soaring two-story entry and you feel like a little tic-tac just like rattling around in this huge space you know <laughs> it's just this you really like are a human scale when you come in and you notice everything because it's not too grand and the, the texture of the walls and you kind of have two entryway moments which is always like that the foot they're both amazing with that second entry you know with your um the thomas o'brien brass legged island table mm -hmm. and then your really cool wiry chair and the original art is just such a scene that nobody really gets oh, <laughs> and your leaded glass windows are Bananas. Oh, that's what sold me on the house. Yeah, yeah. Those are just, you guys should see it at night when I look out my dining room and the Christmas lights are sparkling mm. through those Aww. glass, but it looks like a bunch of diamonds. It's just, we, for those listening, we have like these, what are, what are they called guys? Like, like diamond shaped little it's a leaded glass. Yeah. So you have a leaded, yeah, they're leaded glass and they're so well-made and so beautiful. And yeah, we, that, that really sold me. And a lot of my friends, tell their kids that all my friends, kids think I live in a princess castle, like, oh, cause it looks very beauty and the beast, you know? <laughs> mm -hmm. And so we play the whole, the witches upstairs and I tell them stories and <laughs> they get very enchanted by it all. Cute. It's cute. Yeah. Oh, that's no, so we cute. went to, there was a Christmas party a few years back that we were at, at your house. I think like right after we finished a lot of it and yeah. it's a magical house to throw a party. Like that's yeah, a it's fun, fun house to navigate in a party. And like, yeah, anyway, the backdrop is so good. Thank anyway, you. Angie's really fun, guys. Just if you haven't caught that. The most fun and yeah. funny. I, super, super fun. Thank yeah. you. Super witty, which means she's really smart. Which means I like, mm -hmm. thank you. You're very, you're right. I'm smart in a very creative way. I don't think everyone gets my humor, but those that do, we laugh hard. Yeah. We laugh hard. That's Sagittarius, so you know. Wrote hard and put away. Sagittarius. What? So your birthday mm -hmm. is like this month. My birthday is next week. Yes. And Happy I'm a textbook birthday. Sagittarius, which you guys probably found that challenging to pin me down at times <laughs> because I'm so fleeting. Not there. I'm a wanderlust. And so there were probably times where you're like, Angie, respond. Have you checked your emails? I mean, I have like 15,000 emails I've never opened. So. Yeah. Same. Anyway, yeah. such you know what? emails, emails, not my game. I'm good at other things, but I'm like, Me that's neither. like a full-time job I don't want to do. So because we're creative types. Yes, it is. 
Did you know that 35% of adults report experiencing poor sleep quality? Let me put you onto something that is going to transform your sleep. Cozy Earth Bedding is temperature regulating people. This is huge. If you and your spouse do not sleep at the same temperature, which most people don't, I'm freezing, my husband's hot. This is a massive benefit and breakthrough for us when we started sleeping on Cozy Earth. You can both sleep on the same mattress with the same sheets and be completely comfortable. They also have a 100-night sleep trial guarantee and a 10-year warranty, which I don't know of anybody that does this. They're that confident in the product, and so am I. When I first touched Cozy Earth products, I could not believe the soft hand on it. It also almost has like a cool feel to your hand. To your um, hand, it's like slippery dolphin. Like your feet swishing around is so so addictive. I can't sleep with anything but cozy earth sheets. I'm obsessed. Um, also, you need to treat yourself to the ultimate comfort with cozy earth. I love the sleepwear. I love the sweats, and the bedding is amazing. You can prioritize your self care your sleep health, if you just head over to CozyEarth.com and use the promo code DEARALICE for an exclusive 35% off. You guys, we don't have to wait for a sale. You can use this anytime. Again, the code is DEARALICE for an exclusive 35% off. Better sleep awaits you with Cozy Earth. It is. It is. Um, let's talk about your creative process. Speaking of creative types, um, when we worked yes. on the house, you obviously love design. We love design. Um, I feel like mm-hmm. it was super fun working together with you on this because you kind of had this idea about about what you wanted for the home, and it was just so fun to make it um, kind of gel and come together. And we definitely think interior design is a very collaborative process with the homeowner and what they want, what you want. You have, you know, three little boys at the time you had two and now they're not so little. Yeah. But you have a little heart. Um, so you added a baby yeah. mix and we did a nursery a little bit later on, but let's just sort of talk about, um, how was the creative process for you of the home build or the home design rather? I thought you guys did a great job at capturing what all the different things that were firing off in my brain, because I have all these thoughts and ideas. And I remember just said to me, look, you like to travel. You like to stay. I mean, I'm pretty down to earth until it comes to travel. That's like where my diva comes out and I want luxury. And so you asked me specifically, are there any hotels overseas that have really inspired you? And honestly, the thing that inspired me the most was our travels to an area called Montecito in California. It's just right outside of Santa Barbara. And I am so taken by the homes there. I mean, they are just spectacular. It's where Oprah lives. I mean, of course, nobody can see Oprah's house from the street, but it's they're the most charming properties. And that's I felt like my home was very reminiscent of that. And so we were lucky enough to spend some time, several a handful of summers in Montecito and rent different homes. And I took I pulled out all my photos of those um vacations. And I kind of looked through and thought this style would match my home perfectly, which is kind of like a Spanish, would it be Spanish colonial? I don't know what that style is called specifically, but it's definitely Spanish. Yeah. 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 There you go. It's definitely Spanish influence. Like George Washington Smith uh, did a lot of the homes there. I know he did like Ellen buys up a lot of the George Washington Smith homes in that area. And so I wanted it to feel like that. And I, I think you guys really captured it and did a great job. And it was very important to me that the integrity of the interior matched the integrity of the exterior. And so I wanted, I think I said to you guys, each room calls for like an antique or something. And so you went over to Anthony's in Salt Lake and found me some great antiques. And I just think it's got a great mix of antique and I don't know if modern's the right word, but new and architectural and fashionable, you know, editorial for sure. Interesting editorial. Yeah. Yeah, It's not, it's very different from anything you see in Utah. Mm -hmm. I think, especially where I live in Utah. For sure. So, and you guys were amazing. You know, I would show up to meetings at Alice Lane and you guys would have your beautiful, I don't know if it was stingray or crocodile tray out 
and you would have all the furniture samples and a couple of the accessories. But then like you guys knew how to speak to my heart because there would be like great runway looks Mm -hmm. and you'd be like, we're going to play off this for this room. And that like, that really resonated with my brain because of course fashion always works. Mm -hmm. So I I think that combination was really fun for me. Plus you had snacks. Yeah. (laughs) You had snacks. That was You guys, Angie eats. So there's proof. You look amazing by the way. You look at pictures of me when I was like eight, I'm skin and bones. Like it's just, I work for it, but it's just how I've been. It's just how I was born. Wired. Amazing. Yeah. I was writing down, like, I'm like, what are the words of Angie? So I'm like, I wrote down dragons, velvets, metal, and mohair. Yeah, Dragon, velvet, metal, mohair. Mm-hmm. I've never been so honored in my I life. Know, it's like it. an episode of Lord of the Rings or something, <laughs> no. which is totally. my favorite movie. Uh, That's so funny. I oh my it. gosh. Okay. Yeah. The fun I have about- alien. Not- I have alien art now. I don't know if it's oh, Alice Lane approved, but I put it in. Yes. I love it. That's the fun thing yeah. though. You would always like bring something to the table and you're like, I have this thing and it's like the Sagittarius thing and it's gold and metal and, and like, where can we put this? And you just like, I don't know, your wit like comes out in your art selections and in your sculpture and things that you just have been collecting. You're like, so I have this mirror that's made of shell that we got at the Oli sale. Could we use this in the dining room? And I'm like, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. And like, but it's just the mix. Like you could add anything into your house, into this kind of formula that we created that kind of anything goes is because it's just all like a passion project for you. They're all things totally. that you're drawn to. And so that's the fun part. It's fun to design mm-hmm. for someone like that because you wouldn't say yes, unless you love, loved it, mm-hmm. you know? And yeah, so when you gather 100%. all those, when you gather that much stuff that you love, like, it, of course it feels like you, you know? So yeah, totally. I think it's very fun. It's collected. Yes. Yeah. Collected, mm-hmm. Sure. For sure. I feel like we should talk one beat about, well, actually, let me ask you, Ange, do you have a favorite room in the house? I think from a design perspective, the the dining room's pretty unbeatable. Yeah. It's really special. All that I want, I remember telling you guys, I, because Hermes, the designer has the eight, the classic ages and we're Harrington. Mm -hmm. I wanted to play off that. So you guys did a great job. You created this like Hermes um, China wall with a lot of plates, which Hart Harrington has broken a couple of them and we got to replace them. Yeah, but that's okay. That's okay. I know freaking heart. It's quality, you know, just he is. And we learned quickly that they are more fragile than we thought. (sighs) Um, And then I love the colors, just that rich, rich burgundy and the texture on the walls in there, that chase lounge with, we have this, like, I think it was Jess that was like, let's put a chase lounge in your dining room. Cause you seem like the type that might be holding your glass of champagne and is going to faint because the yeah. corset's so tight. Like okay. it was like, you read my diary, Jess, <laughs> <laughs> every dream come true. So we have that. a fainting chair in the dining room. We've got some beautiful, I love collecting like vintage dishes and so we've got all that in the cabinet. And then um, I just love hosting people. So the dining room's pretty special. Mm. Um, it's and those a scene chairs, too. those dragon chairs. She yeah. gave yeah. she gave us the hosts that on each end of the table, there's a there's a host chair. And it's like this really great dra- like emerald green dragon. Um is it's not velvet. I don't know what that fabric is. I think is. it is a cut velvet. Cut velvet so, yeah. Okay, Schumacher. it's a cut yeah. velvet, but it is so rich and so cool Delicious. yeah and then there's this like scene of an elephant like in, in the, the artwork of the jungle that's like backing all that up too i love the artwork yeah it yeah. kind of feels like the temple of doom room you know like where <laughs> when they awesome. eat the monkey brains uh-huh. there might be snakes it kind of feels like that a little bit you're like yeah like over. someone Someone might come in and sacrifice an animal and we all are in our beautiful gowns getting, eating the animal. And it's oh just, I don't know. There goes my brain. So You're pulling the best movie references, I'm by so the way. Excited. Good. Because yeah. I'm like such a pop culture reference. I always like my, my, my world is in like 80s songs and 80s movies. And, I yeah. love it. She always has a quick whip. That's awesome. Yeah. What's yeah. cool about that room too, is that like the previous owner, they kind of updated it, right? Um, before they sold it, they kind of painted everything mm-hmm. like rooms, something's gray and like it was gray and white and, and like the light fixtures were good, but we wanted like, you kept the light fixtures in the dining room as well as we just refinished the table. So like, yeah, oh, this yeah. We stuff, kept a couple so, pieces, but cause that table fits so well in that mm-hmm. space. So we just took it, painted it white. And then the, 
the chandeliers in order to make them our own. We, you guys had me, you had someone who put, um, Hermes scarves wrapped around them, which was such a cool idea. You betcha. So we could yeah. stick with that age theme. It was cool. So good. Yeah. Yeah. I saw don't, these don't chairs. Throw baby out with the bathwater guys. Just reinvent her. Yeah. Yeah. I was just there gonna, you go. I was going to ask about these chairs that I saw in some of the photos. They're black, white, contrast well, I think. Ooh. That's over. Those that's are amazing. Mean, that's the little tiny the the sort of keeping room by the fireplace in the family room with the oh, yeah. sofas. Yeah. That's the such a scene. Room. It's like black and white chairs with yellow welts. Yes. Yeah. Man, those are so rad. So good. And she has a grass cloth table in the middle that's been with us for quite a few houses now. And yeah, um, that's yeah been it's with so us. it's just such a we always would say it's like such a fun spot to just tell secrets. Were those yeah. were those reupholstered or are they just they're new? Those oh, were really? new. That's yeah. So rad. Yeah. So the frame of that. That's what's fun well. about Angie, though, is like she's like furniture, but make it fashion, you know? Yeah. So yeah, yeah make it so unidentifiable cool. if it's new or old. Yeah. You know, like it's better. Maybe like it was a classic frame, but it was reupholstered in a really cool way. Mm -hmm. Totally. Yeah. No, for sure. Yeah, that's a great nook. And we still have some work to do on that fireplace. Remember how we're going to do the smoky mirrors and the marble? And yes, yeah. that's, yeah, that's, that's where we tell secrets and hang out after skiing. I love it. Oh, it's awesome. such a so beauty moment. It really yeah. is. So good. Dreamy, dreamy. What's your favorite room, Sue? Ooh, the dining, the dining room is, I think, just so darn sexy. It's so pretty. I, I we kind of touched on the entry. I love that entry moment. I yeah, love the graduation, like coming into the house, because again, you think of a 10,000 square foot house, you'd imagine that you would have really tall, voluminous ceilings, but here you're like eight feet, but you mm -hmm. like, you feel the chandelier right there, you know, like it's that more mm -hmm. large one. And then just like the bench and the art and just even those, those green, the green pottery that we did that oh, has like the dragons so in it. Yeah. I'm really obsessed about, I just dream uh -huh. about it every night. And then you graduate. I still remember when we were kind of sketching that out for you during the presentation that mm -hmm. Thomas O'Brien, the brass study table with the blush pink mirror and Lady Liberty over the black mm -hmm. sculptural chair. It's just, there's so much tension between the traditional and the more modern pieces. It's just totally. like it's electric, you know? And I'm like, what a yeah. cool first image and first glance at you mm -hmm. via a space. So, yeah, totally. for sure. So I love, I love the entry. I do too. It's such a, it's, it's so such good. a scene. And the vintage rugs that mixed in with the new rugs. Yeah. And yeah, it's very cool. I mean, the rust mohair sectional that's like exploded and broken into two. It's sectionals. Sectionals. Sectionals, sectionals yeah, too. That, yeah. that room is pretty spectacular as well. That, that rust mohair couch is something else for sure. Mm -hmm. Which was a splurge because I remember we showed you a couple different options, but Angie's just so fun. She went for the cooler one. She went for the rest of the And bomb-proof. I, I bet they still look amazing fiber. today. They do. They do. I, I was nervous because, as we all know, red, mohair is, like, crazy expensive. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, I have boys, and they don't, they're not always clean and fresh. And so, um, but, yeah, it's held up really well, and um, I get so many compliments on it. That rust color is so incredible, and um, we've loved it. It's been great. It's so fun. It also sits yeah. on a vintage rug. And, yes, you know, the vintage blue and yes. yeah. keep going. I was gonna say I'm like another favorite thing about that room are the armor vests. Mm -hmm. kind of yeah. The TV, that whole moment yeah. is so just ooh. so good. Excuse For your chills. five kids. I read For the our five, five sons, yeah. one daughter. Going to yeah. battle. Yeah. Five, yeah. Yeah, they're all going to battle in this crazy world we live in. And so they needed their vests that will give them zero protection because they are made of just something <laughs> like bone or wood chips <laughs> they're made of like seashells or so. i don't know what it is but yeah it'll give them zero protection it's funny when we were filming the show one one of the producers looked said something oh and wait goes, wait what show yeah. is that angie what show is that uh, real housewives salt lake <laughs> <laughs> we were filming and we were planning a party i was going to host there one of the producers i heard him say the other producer i guess we'll put it over by those weird things on the wall i'm like excuse me those are warrior vests and they are cool and he's like sorry 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 panicked anyway it was funny but i find weird a compliment like people i i'm okay with being weird it's it's who i am so oh, it starts a conversation like no one else is going to have that floating behind their tv here's, exactly here's a question maybe for all of you guys and maybe it's different 
when, when you like, you know, do a remodel, even a new build, there's always things that you have like a vision for, but they don't quite turn out. And sometimes they turn out better. Mm-hmm. Was there a moment in this remodel that was like that? I feel like the bedroom for me. Master bedroom. Yeah. The bed. I love, yeah. I really love how that turned out. Um, we had the bed on a different wall originally. And then yeah. we decided to be more Vincent Wolf about it and just float it in the middle of the mm-hmm. room facing the fireplace. And yeah. it's just like such a mood. You've mm-hmm. never seen anything like it. That deep purple color wasn't there either, was it? No, we painted it. No. Gold leaf the ceiling. Yeah. Ugh. Gold leaf the ceiling. The bedroom really surprised me yeah. because I think I, your, your natural instinct is to face it, obviously, out the the window Mm -hmm. and we turned it and made elongated the room, but it just made it really cool. And it almost made it two separate rooms instead of one big room that kind of just felt long. Mm -hmm. Um, and that deep, deep purple that feels ambiguous, that almost feels like purple and or Brown or what is it, you know, or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was, we originally, we were going to go lighter purple, but this one, felt more like, what is it? Is it burgundy? Is it brown? Is it purple? Mm -hmm. And then you guys had the ceilings gold leafed in wallpaper and that gorgeous chandelier. And it just felt glam and fun and sexy. And the fireplace facing the fireplace makes it extra cozy too, I think. So I, I have many a days I sit right by that fireplace and just like read with my ears because I don't read with my eyes Mm -hmm. and I just sit there and yeah yeah it's wonderful yeah Yeah. I love it and heart is always out on that little balcony rain snow sunshine whatever so it's fun did you guys float nightstands too or Mm -hmm. that's yeah she has this amazing dresser um that she got it's hickory chair yeah oh, and so I love it. we wanted to feature that and in the end we put it behind the bed since the bed's floating in the room wow so you come in the room you see the dresser and the back of the bed but it kind of makes the back of the bed less of a wall because mm-hmm. you have this incredible hickory chair dresser with this amazing hardware on it and she just keeps all of her perfumes and almost like what do you treat do you treat the room like kind of like a dressing room now behind the bed yeah because you're yeah it's kind of the the space behind the bed feels more like where I actually, honestly, that sofa, I just put all my like FedEx boxes and all my clothes just pile on top of it. I wish I could say I kept it more organized, but yeah, I treat it like I have my accessories in that hickory chair. So Mm -hmm. I'll pull out, I'll grab my handbags or my glasses, spray myself with perfume and I'm off. It it is kind of like a a second dressing room for sure. Nice. Favorite perfume, Angie. Um, Tom Ford, uh, I have a lot of Tom Fords. I don't discriminate when it comes to perfume, but I do like Soleil Niger by Tom Ford. That's a great summer scent. And it just reminds me of like the Mediterranean and all I could go into deep detail of all the beautiful things that pop up when I spray that. And then um, when I'm feeling sexy or date night, typical me by Killian. And that one's a lot harder to find. It might be discontinued, but that's a brand that like Neiman Marcus typically carries. And I'm, I'm pretty open to perfumes. Mm-hmm. I'm not super picky on scents. So yeah. Favorite. But I do like a little deeper, spicier, mm-hmm. more interesting scents. Yeah. Who's most inspiring to you for fashion? And like, also like, what do you like to, what do you wear? Well, you know what I mean? Like all of our bodies, that's, like certain things and Yeah retro 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 glam so 70s i'm very inspired by 70s fashion icons um i think lauren santo domingo who is the founder of moda operandi which is a luxury retailer she has this effortless cool style it's like she doesn't even it looks like she's accidentally hot like she (laughs) it's like she doesn't brush her hair and she has like very little makeup on but she's elegant and always looks so polished but you know she worked on it it just doesn't look like she did yeah so she's great I like you know obviously Kate Moss is like very like boho cool chic I love Barry Gibb, you guys. I love oh, Barry Gibb from amazing. 1979. Like how hot, <laughs> how hot is Barry Gibb? Yeah. And I just think he was such a, it, he gives me like, it's like Harry Styles is the modern day Barry Gibb. Mm-hmm. So I think people like that always just have something to offer in fashion and are so cool. And yeah. yeah. And what looks good on me? Oh man, I don't know. Like I'm finding as I get older, 
I am investing less in trend and more in classics mm-hmm. and less patterns. I'm doing more yeah. solid colors, more crisp white designer dresses rather than five trending dresses, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm trying to really tighten up and polish my wardrobe that way. But I still, of course, am a sucker for the trends and all those things. So yeah. I don't know what. Yeah, my my legs, my legs are a good asset, I think. And then I'm very boy shaped, like straight up and down. And so I don't have like the hourglass figure. So I kind of dress according to that and whatever works. And yeah. Yeah, that's so great. I love it. Um so you're an influencer, you're on a TV show, you have three boys. How do you make it all work with your busy lifestyle? It's good to know. Cause I, I mean, that's a great question. Cause I still find time to like talk to my best friends on the phone and oh, that's I don't cool. know. I just, yeah, there's yeah. certain friends I'll talk to for like an hour a day. And I love that. Um, awesome. yeah, I, it's a good question. I, I probably am not as organized as I should be. If you want honest, sir, yeah, like I feel sure. like I'm never doing all those jobs at my full capacity yeah. there. You know what I mean? Like I can be a great, great mother one day, but it's never on the same day that I'm excellent in business. You know, it's like some, something's always going to lack one day. Yeah. So the days I'm filming heart, my kids need me and it's hard, you know, it's hard because Hart will be crying because I've got to go out the door and he wants me home. So that's a real challenge finding that balance. And I just, obviously the kids always come first, no matter what period of the story. And we all feel that um, as moms, you know? Yeah. So, and it's hard to relate Absolutely. to the woman. It's has tough. It and you out. know, yeah, they I, nobody does. And that's the thing. Someone's always suffering in in my life, it's either work or my kids or so you just have to do your best to balance it. And mm-hmm. Yeah. Luckily, I work part time. I've been fortunate that way. Mm-hmm. That is really fortunate. So, yeah, that's great. Do you guys have any like faith? I mean, when we're filming, it's more than part time. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. When do you, what months do you guys film? Uh, um, I've only been involved the last two seasons, but it's typically February through May is about the time. Last, That's a lot. Season yeah. two, I left early. Mm-hmm. It uh-huh. is, but season two, I left early. So for me, it was only a month of filming. Uh-huh. So that was like February to March. And then last uh-huh. season, I, um, it was like February to May. Yeah. Wow. It's a lot. What's it's a intense. Fil- what's a day? And the what wardrobe is, is so expensive. Yeah, I'll bet. I'll bet. When you say um, filming is a lot, what does that day look like? Just so all of us know, if we watch Housewives, how much those girls are I'm a little different. So I'm probably filming when when I was a part-time cast member, I was probably filming three to four times a week where... Uh And one scene each day. Occasionally you'll have two scenes a day. Whereas the full-time girls are probably filming five days a week, two, three scenes. So it is nonstop. But that includes waking up, hair and makeup, new look, head to toe. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, honestly, like the amount you invest in just hair and makeup. Yeah. Do you do your own or you have to Sometimes I do my own. Honestly, I have great hair and makeup artists, but Sometimes I feel like in scene, I look the best when I did my own makeup because I just, I was a performer for, yeah, I was a performer for 15 years. And so I, I got really good at stage makeup and, Mm -hmm. and then I acted after that. So I've been doing my makeup for 25 something years on performance level. So I'm pretty good at it. And I feel, I love that creative process of putting together a look and then doing the hair and the makeup. And it's always inspired by something retro and cool. And yeah, that's so fun. It's fun. Yeah. It's a fun process. I love get a play dress up. Yeah. That is so fun. I didn't even think about that. You'd have to do stage makeup for TV, even though you're out and about or eating lunch or whatever, but yeah, you've got to look. Cause those lights are on and the cameras. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. Oh, wow. Do you have a favorite makeup brand? Yeah, I do. Um, I really like Charlotte Tilbury, but I would say overall products, I think uh, Anastasia Beverly Hills has, her hero product is the eyebrows, obviously, but then I'm finding she's got incredible foundation, incredible concealer, incredible powder, like 
Consistently, I think she has the most great pieces. Amazing. You know? Yeah. I've only ever done eyebrows. I didn't know that all of the, of course. I I didn't either. It's cool though that they played it so slow because they master it. And then when they introduce mm-hmm. something else, we should figure that it's also going to be a master. So that's really cool. For sure. Good. I'll have to yeah. check that out. Wait, Charlotte Tilbury, you're, you're, they're a favorite for you for lipstick. Yeah. hundred percent. Okay. okay. Yes. Yeah. I use Back all their checking. lipsticks. Yeah. Suzy's a, yeah. yes, yes, a bold yes. lip kind of girl. Yeah. She puts a lot of time I'm and energy. I'm a bold lip girl too, Sue. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I like didn't a get naked ready eye and a bold lip. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. If you were going to get ready in 15 minutes, what would you do first? Like, what do you have um, to do and what can you let a go of? Concealer. I'm a concealer whore. Uh-huh. Um, concealer, eyebrows, lips. That's yeah. like an, a light, con- a quick light contour. Yeah. I love it. That's like great. Foundation would be my last. And I hair, you won't like spend I don't time care. on hair. You'll just like. Well, ponytail. I love, I love a sleek bun or ponytail. Yeah. And too. it's Sometimes I feel my very prettiest when my hair is pulled back, parted down the middle mm-hmm. and I have no eye makeup on and like a medium colored lip. Like that's when I feel my best, truly. I love that. So, when yeah. You know that about yourself. Audience, know that, figure that out for yourself. When do you feel the yeah, prettiest? Find, right. Find yeah, find your best feature and highlight that. I feel like on my face, my lips are my best feature, you uh-huh. know? So I, I try to focus on that. If you have the gorgeous eyes, focus on that, you know? Yeah, so, definitely. I know you can't say a lot about housewives, but I'll can, say what I can. What can you say? <laughs> Is there any Still sister? Yeah. I mean, ask me, let me think. Um, do you mean about the process overall or Just I mean, I obviously this, can't give away anything to do. That, yeah. Yes. And no, I have to be careful what I say here because but how about this just, best and worst part, like your peak and your pit. best part uh-huh. is the, the creative process for me getting ready, you know, my friend always says, you never want your good outfits to go wasted. And you feel like on housewives, True. your fashion is never wasted. And that's fun because fashion is kind of to be seen and to be heard. Mm-hmm. And I really feel like what there's not a much of a platform to have that moment. So mm-hmm. I love that part of it. The hard part is the drama. I'm not a drama girl. I, I personally believe they cast me because I'm fun and funny, mm-hmm. um, but I don't like fighting. I don't like confrontation. I think at times people are frustrated with me because um, I don't confront, confront, confront. It's just not my personality. Yeah. And I've always said, look, if that doesn't make me a good housewife, it's not the gig for me. I'm not willing to compromise my integrity sometimes. So yeah. anyway. Hopefully I didn't say too much there, but I don't think so. I, I think I'm lucky because I feel less pressure because I, as, as much as I enjoy it, I enjoy my life with or without it. So I don't feel the need to do something that's out of character for me. Yeah. If that makes sense. Definitely. Where I think some people do feel that pressure. And so I'm lucky that way, you know, what's your favorite housewives yeah, but it's, franchise? It's fun. And it's, what was that? What's your favorite housewives franchise? Beverly Hills. I'm a visual. So it's the glamour and the fashion. And I used to love New York, um, but I'd say Beverly Hills. It's just so fun to watch visually. And I think it's, it's a trip because I still, you know, and I'm just, I've only been on it a couple of years and I'm still a part-time cast member, but you don't realize the power of the show. Like when I, I'm in Hawaii right now and I, I, when I landed, I quickly walked through the lobby, got to my bedroom and I look at my phone. I had like three DMS from people and they're like, I saw you in the lobby. I didn't dare to say hi. I'm like, really in Hawaii? Like you don't realize how many people now know who you are. And I can't decide if that's like kind of intimidating to me or if that's like fun or it's just something to get used to. It's an, it's a new normal, you know? And I I'd almost prefer it if someone said hi to me rather than feeling like someone is just watching, yeah, you know what I sure. mean? Mm-hmm. That's why I always say, say hi, come say hi. Cause it does. I don't know. What if it's a bad moment and you're yelling at your kids or something? I don't know. <laughs> so I guess the power of the show, you don't realize what a platform it is mm-hmm. and it's, I'm still getting used to that. I think yeah. so. You guys, she just gave you permission to go say hi to her. So don't yeah. miss the opportunity. Yeah. I mean, imagine being JLo. I, Oh, I can't. Imagine. Yeah, I can't imagine. You know, this, yeah. yeah. Speaking I'm of JLo, do you remember what when was Angie that? was like, do you have some pillows that are just a little bit more JLo? <laughs> yeah. yeah I think about was it for the bed. bedroom? Well, family room and bedroom. 
Yeah. Bedroom for sure. Like go more JLo. Uh-huh. Yeah, just yeah. a little more JLo, just yeah. a little more glam. Yeah, for yeah, a sure. Spark That's a little fur. I love that you love her and reference her. Yeah. That's really cute. Yeah. You know, I want to know one other cool thing about Angie that I want everyone to know is that every time I see her and we're not fashion influencers over here, like we do interiors head down, you always compliment on whatever you oh, find thanks. something to compliment mm-hmm. about people. And I noticed that with anybody you're around, you do that. And I'm like, everyone should know that about Ange. I think that's very admirable and very cool for her to go outside yourself to, to find something nice about other people. Mm-hmm. So when you're watching Real Housewives, just remember that everyone. Yeah. Thanks, Sue. Uh, yeah, you get mess. You, sometimes you get misrepresented, and I'm like, I promise, I'm a nice person. <laughs> Nicest, yeah, funniest, so oh, nice. And you, you love um, Heather Gay, that. right, on the podcast? Oh, she's she's the one I'm closest to. Oh, you love her on the podcast? She well, said. you guys, you guys are just so cute together, and your banter, and you guys <laughs> are just you. on below deck together. And um, yeah, anyway, it seems like that's the highlight also of maybe housewives for you is like your interactions. I don't know. I'm just guessing. I was going to say that's true. Um, Heather and I were like mag, we were like magnets. We met about, I want to say maybe two and a half years ago. And I, I, we didn't get super friendly till about a year later, but it was just like kinetic, you know what I mean? And I think it's just because we have such similar, there's something to be said about growing up in the Mormon culture and in the Utah culture where you just kind of relate family wise. Mm -hmm. And then we have very similar senses of humor. And so we just, sometimes I feel bad for the people around us because we just gravitate towards each other and constantly try to one one up each other on the jokes. We're just two girls dying to be seen and heard. Apparently just two showgirls. We call each other's we have like road show in our blood, Mormon road show in our blood. <laughs> yes. So if yeah. you know, you know, yeah. <laughs> if you know, you know, exactly. Yeah. But I'm Ching. So yeah, she's, I adore her. And the thing I love about our relationship is I can be like, Heather, you're being a pain in the ass. And she'll be like, let's talk in a few days. And I let her go dark and then we talk and it's normal <laughs> again. It. Like it's just, we it's can call healthy. each other. She'll call me out on my stuff. What was that? I said, that's really healthy. I feel like, you know, totally. I mean, yeah, (laughs) this show is really stressful. So it's hard to keep your relationships good on it. And I think because we have that communication, that's why it stays Mm -hmm. healthy. So definitely. Okay. Final question that we ask everybody that comes on the podcast, how do you define luxury? Oh, by price tag. Just kidding. Not at all. (laughs) (laughs) For me, luxury is visual. It's luxury is very visual for me. It, and, and I have no problem buying something if it's affordable, it just has to do with, does it look, feel it's a sensory thing. I think, Mm -hmm. does it look, does it feel, does it taste, whether it's a restaurant or a, so to me, I think it's more sensory, um, a cut above the rest. Does the fabric feel like a cut above the rest? Does the visual feel like a cut above the rest? Is the taste exquisite, you know? Um, so I would describe luxury by the senses, I guess. Mm-hmm. That's just what came to my mind. So that's a great yeah. answer. I feel I feel that too in design. Yeah. Yeah. And we feel like the yeah. most the most genuine compliment we can give each other is like, you look expensive today. Oh, yes, of course. You've said that to me before. Yeah, That's well, so you always funny. look expensive. You look amazing. Like so, well, you're nice, amazing. but like, I, I still will walk into TJ Maxx. It's like mm-hmm. the starving student in me and be like, let's find something good. You know, yeah, I like it's hunt. about that hunt. Mm-hmm. And you can find luxury in places like that. Totally. I really believe you can. I think some of my best fashion moments back in the day came from me having to hunt through racks of clothes. Mm-hmm. Yeah to find something cool, you know? Definitely. So the creativity got, was like really forced at that point. I can, yeah, yeah it's just so hard. Exactly. It was mm-hmm. forced. You walk into a thrift shop, same thing, mm-hmm. you know? So, um, I have some really great vintage jewelry that was very affordable, but it just looks spectacular. You yeah. know, do you have a favorite place to shop for vintage? I love decades in Salt Lake. Yeah. I think it's fantastic. And then there's a place okay. on Melrose in LA that has really great vintage. Amazing. What's the um, name? Yeah. Maybe Wasteland. I can't remember right yeah. now. Uh-huh. I just know where it is. Yeah. Um, I haven't been in like five years, so, but they have really cool pieces. Cool. So awesome. yeah. yeah, it feels like such a treasure hunt when you find something, 
Um, so fun, we always, isn't it? Well, yeah, we've done a few like fun, like little costume things. And oh my gosh, I have this ivory coat that has like rabbit fur around the neck. I've and the seen wrist. it. I got it at decades and I was yeah. like, the lining on it, the label on it is so big and the way it's stitched on. And I was like, I feel like I stole it for $200. I've like, I know rabbit fur, the knit on it is like Chanel. It's so beautiful. So it's a really I fun know. thing to find something that nobody else can have and that once existed. And I just feel like it comes with a story and a fun memory. No, either. they really they don't. Really the quality don't. of it, the linings, the, yeah, all of it is just so. Yeah. That Decades has Decades. treasures. Yeah. Sick. You got a good oh, coat too. Yeah, so many good. Yes. Yeah, so I remember good. those pieces you guys got at Decades. Yeah. We had a photo shoot together, right? Remember? We did. Shoot. Yes. Decades is downtown Salt Lake for those who are wondering. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. It's a riot go there. It is a right. And, um, I feel like if you maybe include the owner who's usually behind the front desk in what you're looking for, he'll warm up to you, but otherwise everybody's always hard like, to win over. watch out because he's I so know, he's rude. hard to win over. But I, I usually just, am like, I'm looking for this. This is the thing we have. And then he'll kind of show me a few things. And then I'm like on his good side. I, that's not important to everybody, but for me, I just don't like to not be liked. So <laughs> I'm like, how do I, how do so I soften funny. this guy up a beat? I mean, oh and yeah, he liked that. Yeah. yeah. He, loves he, he liked what? I talked to him about his specs, his glasses. Yeah. And then like you ask him what other specs he has and he got really excited to show me like what, yeah. all, the behind, I mean, the, the, behind the scenes, the stuff that's under the counter that he doesn't have out that he thinks is really great. Like show me that. Oh. Oh, he did. Lucky Sue. I know, right? You just got to warm him up a little bit and then you're in. These like Tom (laughs) Ford, Iris Outful, like very like big glasses. So cool. I mean, every time I walk in there, I feel like you get the feeling of what the hell are you doing in here? And you're just like, I mean, last I checked, it's a store. I don't know. Yeah. No, he does not make eye contact. He gives off that vibe. He like gives you a little roll and oh yeah. Yeah, it's so funny. That's so great. Angie is in Hawaii. She took some time out of her day to get on here. Thank you for coming on, dear Alice, with us, Angie. Aloha, my friend. Yes. Go out and enjoy the beauty that is Hawaii. (laughs) Thank you for... I will. I have a little joke for you guys. Okay. I love Angie jokes. Go. Is is, Is loud laughter allowed in Hawaii? No, it's just aloha. Oh, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I love it. And to that, you guys are the best. Thank you for having me. Yes. So good to have you. It's good to see you again. We just adore you. I know. Happy birthday. You too. Okay. Bye, guys. Yes, bye. See ya. Hey, thanks for listening. If you like our show, please leave a five star rating. 